You're listening to Effortless Parenting with Monica LaPerinassar, your ultimate lifeline to simplifying your parenting so that you can live effortless. Now, I know you're thinking it may not be possible, but I'm going to show you how in each and every episode because you will walk away with actionable implementation to really unlock that mystery behind making your everyday life as a parent feel lighter, more intuitive, and less all-consuming. So if you're ready to ditch that overwhelm, the guesswork, and the stress that comes with parenting the next generation, then you've come to the right place because this podcast is going to share everything that you need to know about how to live effortlessly as a parent right from the start. Hello, mamas. Welcome to episode 31 of the Effortless Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Monica LaParanasar, and it is really just such an honor, as always, to come with uh, new topics of discussion, things that may be going on in the background, right, in our thoughts, and in that constant mental chatter that, as moms, we constantly have going when we are doing all of the to-dos that come along with mama life. So today's episode is going to be more about you, of course, because this whole entire podcast is a is a love gift. It's an offering that I um, I feel honored to be able to come to you every single week to share thoughts about motherhood, about your health, about your wellness, about your you know using motherhood to really empower you to have the best life possible because that is in essence what is given to us the opportunity to in essence birth a new you right so this is all about the the rebirth of the new you right who you are and that's what we're going to kind of unpack in this episode today we're going to talk about what it means to bring to life this new identity this new person that you are kind of getting to know in the messy, chaotic life of being a mama. And I know for me, this was by far, it has continues to still be the most important thing that I can do in my mama life is to become more self-aware, to become more present with the things that I often used to dismiss in the background, right? So what I mean by this is that I think as moms, you know, especially early on, I don't know about you, but for me, motherhood, I was like a deer in headlights. I really didn't know anything about child rearing. I didn't know anything about swaddling, you know, changing diapers. Like I wasn't, you know, into babysitting. I think the closest I got to uh, children was like being a camp counselor for a couple of years in my youth. But really like being around children and having a family was never really something that I had sort of on my vision board. I mean, I kind of defaulted to being like, yeah, if it happens, it happens. Great. But it wasn't a goal. It wasn't something that I was striving or aiming for. And so when I met the love of my life, when I knew that, you know, this was the person that I wanted to spend my life with, you know, if I'm being honest, you know, we got pregnant pretty quickly. We got pregnant on our first year anniversary, wedding anniversary. So it was quite, um, shocking, but of course we weren't not, not trying. So, um, it wasn't that surprising, but it it did take us a little off off guard and at least for me because I know that um, I don't think I was ever going to be ready to be a mom let's face it I don't think anybody 
can be because what happens to um, to the self, to ourself, you know, kind of um, connection that we have to ourself is so foreign when you bring a life into this world. And so I really find it to be such a cathartic experience that not only do we, you know, bring life into this world, but we are also in essence becoming reborn ourselves as women, um, in this journey, in this process. And, you know, it's why our children really do end up becoming our greatest mirror into, you know, um, creating that self-awareness into becoming that, um, the person that you've always wanted to be, or maybe you didn't know you wanted to be until you saw your little child's face and you're like, Oh my gosh, I want to be the best person I can possibly be and give this little thing, um, all the love and all the things that I may or may not have had, or maybe undoing generational cycle things that you've gone through in your healing journey as, as parents, you know, cause I think that that's also something that isn't spoken about in motherhood and in bringing new life into this world is really all about the healing that happens during that process, because you're in essence being broken down in the sense of everything that you used to know to be true has shifted, has changed. Your lens has changed. The way that you experience the things that you used to love pre-children isn't always the same and that's okay. So there's a little bit of mourning of that old identity that maybe we weren't sure that was going to happen. I know for me, no clue, had no idea that I was going to be taking such a huge, um, you know, pivot in my professional life in who I am as a person, as an individual and who I am today, having a child that's almost eight years old next month, he'll be eight is when I entered motherhood. So almost eight years ago, I, my life completely radically changed in a way that I never saw coming and I couldn't have anticipated. I couldn't have gotten prepared or ready for what was about to happen because I didn't necessarily know. That's what's so often like really tricky when I talk a lot about sort of our brain power and our subconscious mind. I often infuse a lot of that work into wellness, into empowerment for you, mama, because it's so critical. Our brains are like machines, right? And what they know is what you've always done time and time again. And so when motherhood strikes, it's like your brain's like, oh my gosh, what happened? My whole entire world has been turned upside down, right? Our routines change, the way that our day-to-day life looks like changes. Um, You know, physically, there's so much that happens, right? That kind of really um, almost reacquaints yourself with like your body, right? I became more in tune with my body and understanding that, you know, my thoughts and the way that I felt really impacted my physical state, right? And my physical health. And so really understanding um, how the body works, right? Is such a powerful learning in and of itself, right? I mean, you're taking care of a baby, you're, tra- you're learning all about baby development, <laughs> organ development, what you should be feeding your baby. So then it, it really causes you to pause and be like, huh, I didn't know about all of these things that I'm learning now that I'm raising a little one. How does that impact me? Right. And that's when you start to get curious about what other aspects of life did you kind of default to what everybody else told you or to your upbringing. And you hadn't even questioned or even investigated further 
um, how to properly take care of the self, how important mental and emotional health is, how our words really do matter. Like all of these sort of um, principles that we encounter in any parenting book or podcast that you listen to, right? Oftentimes these podcasts and books and resources are amazing, right? To teaching us how to better parent uh but when in fact it really does all begin with ourself first right that's why i'm so laser focused on you mama on focusing my soul attention on getting you to feel whole happy fulfilled and complete as an individual this is so important and this is how we in essence rebirth ourselves right we give life we give you know everything we have to this next version of who we are that's the opportunity that is given to us as a parent right we're able to kind of just hit that reset button not carry any old baggage that we may have had in the past and really start to look forward right look forward into what's possible especially when you see this little one in your hands for the first time right when you when you make eye contact with your baby and you you feel it on a visceral like soulful level how much like wonder and power is available to you when you simply choose to look at life that way right i know for me it opened up the world of possibility what else is possible what else did i believe to be true what else can i start to dig deeper to see what specifically i want something to mean to me right and so I think it's important when we are looking at the motherhood, the parenting process, to really take that closer look at ourselves, right? Taking a pause to reflect. A lot of these episodes that we've been covering in this podcast, this is episode 31, so I encourage you, if you're new to me, welcome mama, Um, and I encourage you to go back to episode one and start from there and re-listen to them as you see fit. You know, there may be a day where you wake up and you need to go really dig deeper into like habit formation and how to build healthy habits. I have an episode for that. Maybe you wake up thinking, hmm, I'm feeling a little bit disconnected. How do I connect more with my feminine divine power? Well, I have an episode on that. So I encourage you to use this podcast as sort of like a Swiss army knife depending on what's happening in real time for you, mama, that's what this podcast is intended to be. It's intended to be your advocate, to be your cheerleader, to be in your corner, to give you, you know, just 30 minutes for you to kind of go back to yourself, right? Kind of take that introspective look at yourself, how you can better support yourself, what um, ways of being can better serve your, your greatest intentions, right? The desired outcomes that you have in your life and that's what parenting is really truly all about i think oftentimes we overcomplicating looking for these external kind of formulas or or secret methods or you know trying to de- demystify um, the trials and tribulations of parenthood but the reason why it feels so hard is because we aren't doing the work as the parent, right? As the mom, and I speak specifically to moms, that's typically who I cater to in this podcast, so that's what I will be referring to, but you know, really it is about you, mama, right? It's about the the parent really looking at herself and being like, "Huh, where can I, 
you know, create more intention? Where can I be more self-aware of the patterns of behaviors that are causing me to stay stuck or to feel overwhelmed or to easily get frustrated or irritated by things that are happening in your life, right? Um, Really this opportunity of becoming a parent and no matter how old your child is when you're listening to this podcast or if you are growing one in your belly or you are on a journey to bring life into this world, wherever you are in the scope of being a parent, this is applicable to you. This is an opportunity. Parenthood is an opportunity. It's an invitation for you to rewrite who you want to be, for you to kind of take that moment, which a lot of us kind of just default to the to-dos, right? You go to school, you go to college, you get a job, you get, you know, you go through all the, the motions, but you don't actually take that retrospective look of like, huh, well, what do I want? What do I love to do? What what lights me up? How, um, you know, what are the things that are most important to me? What are my values? And does my day-to-day life really serve my greatest values, right? So when we are talking about rebirthing of the self, this is a not also not a moment for you to critique or to judge your past quote-unquote life, right? Uh, who you were pre-child, This is not that, right? We're not here to go down memory lane and think of the ways that we could have done better, should have done better, all of that kind of, you know, self-sabotage, you know, like mental chatter that happens when we are taking sort of that inner introspective look at ourselves. It's easy, and I say this because I too would feel shame, would feel guilt, would feel inadequate and wondering like, you know, am I doing this whole mom thing right? And why it felt so foreign to me to be a mom, right? And to even accept the title of mom. Like I had to work through a lot of different layers of identity and really surrendering to the fact that I was rebuilding Monica. I was rebuilding myself and bringing life into this world, having my children, my boys, choose me as their guide, gave me, gifted me, I should say, gifted me the opportunity to really see myself, to really truly love myself and really understand what that concept was. Because I know for me, I didn't understand it. I I would relate to self-esteem and confidence and things like that, but I never really was given the language of self-love. And I think a lot of us mamas, depending on how old you are. I am about going to be 42 this year. So I know I didn't grow up with that terminology. I'm so grateful for social and for uh, the ability for us to share these concepts of personal development and, you know, this ability and this notion of of social and emotional intelligence, right? Really understanding ourselves deeply and and, and profoundly. And self-love is one of those concepts that I truly believe many of us have not really understood or even heard of. And I'm so excited that it's now become such a popular term that I truly hope that future generations of parents know that the number one principle, like the number one value that we can share and we can um, really imprint our children with is this notion of unconditional radical self-love and acceptance, right? That if we can start from that place, imagine what is possible when we can start from a place of true self-love. And that's an ongoing journey for me if I'm being 100% transparent, Mama. I don't necessarily think that there is ever an end goal. <laughs> There's never an ending to this type of, you know, 
evolving uh, consciousness, awakening, whatever you want to call it, you know, when you are becoming so in tune and, you know, becoming a student of yourself, right? There's always going to be layers to unpack because the subconscious mind is such a powerful, um, well, it's a powerful beast, if I'm being honest, right? You know, oftentimes we don't recognize how much we are dominated by our subconscious mind, right? I've, I've said this before in episodes prior that 95%, it's probably higher now, 97 I've heard recently, but let's just say the majority of the time, our subconscious mind rules our day-to-day life, meaning our choices that we make, that we think we're making, really just happen on autopilot, that happen on default setting. That's just the way the brain works. It's a computer, it conserves energy, and it likes you to stay predictable. It likes you to stay in your comfort zone, and anytime that you challenge that, it really interprets that as you know, as fight or flight, survival, right? And so that's why often it's so common that motherhood comes along with a side of survival because our brain is literally freaked out by all of the changes that are happening, both physically, mentally, emotionally, all of it. And there's so much that happens when we become moms that it really does create like almost like a disconnect, right? From who we used to be. And then we start operating at a, um, at a level that is so disjointed, that's so um, not authentic and almost robotic. I remember in the early years of motherhood, I felt like every day was the same. I felt like it was, uh, what's that movie? Grand, uh, Groundhog, Groundhog Day or whatever. Like I literally felt like every day felt the same over and over and over and I really started to resent my life. I started to resent, you know, God forbid my children becoming a mom. Maybe I thought something's wrong with me. Maybe I'm missing that chromosome that makes me like a natural mom. Like I really thought something was wrong. And it was only my brain, you know, trying to keep me safe and predictable, right? It's, it's trying to get me to um, go back to my old ways and it was never gonna happen, right? So then what happens? Then we're just conforming like, Maybe we're, again, just going through the motions year after year after year until we start to look back and think, wow, what did I, you're not even present. Like the whole time you were just surviving. You were just trying to get to that next step. Instead of using this time, this discomfort as an opportunity to rebirth your best version of self because that's in essence what parenting and motherhood allows us to do. And so I encourage you, the takeaway for this episode is who is your 2.0 version of self? Who have you always wanted to be, but maybe thought was impossible? What things about motherhood now has changed the way that you look at life and what your day-to-day looks like, what you want your everyday to look like? It may not be a nine-to-five job, right? It may be something completely different. So this is an opportunity for you to, the sky's the limit, dream up that life that you've always wanted, but maybe you're stuck in your overwhelm right now and you're not seeing the light. Create the light. Use this parenting journey as an opportunity to come back to the self, meaning to get to know yourself, to ask yourself those deeper, more profound questions of what do I value? How do my habits, how do my day-to-day life support my values? Does my job, does my health, does my partnerships or relationships support the person that I want to be? 
and how this is all tied back into our children is because when you start from a place of self-acceptance, radical self-love, compassion, being more connected and present with yourself, that allows you to like up your parenting game because you're going to show that to your children. You're going to model it naturally because when you treat yourself with respect and love and compassion, it will naturally make your everyday life feel that much easier and effortless. I can't help myself. That's why this is called effortless parenting. It's not really about the parenting. It's not about the external strategies and all of the other bells and whistles that come with parenting. Don't get me wrong. There's a time and a place for all of those things. I definitely support my fellow parenting coaches. They're amazing. But my time with you, mama, is to focus back on you, to fill your cup, to help encourage you to use your mamahood as your empowering tool, as your most, you know, transformative, um, process for you to come back to yourself, to really rebirth, uh, this new you. I know for me, I, I can't imagine what my life would be like had I not gone through these steps and it's not going to always be pretty and that's okay because as we get through the discomfort, through our fears is where change is not only possible, but sustainable and it becomes more authentic and aligned. And that's truly at, you know, kind of, I think why in life we become parents, right? It's to have those full circle moments. And so I hope that you use this time to really get introspective, get quiet, journal, vision board, whatever is most intuitive for you, record a video, talk about the things that you want in your life, how you see your life, remind yourself of that and use your parenting as opportunity to create a new life for you mama right as always i encourage you to check out and be connected with me on instagram at effortless parenting expert that is my handle i am there to be a resource and advocate for you mama all right until next time take care